1: Good evening, Gabby. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part fifty of our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Isle of Hillsborough and Mr. Terry Curran, How are you, mate? Fine, thank you. How's the uh, How's the book going? How's Jock's progress going? And it was great to speak to both Jock and John yesterday on both uh, both situations. The book's going well. I think he's got over 2,000 words now. Yeah. I think he said 2,000 words, something like that. 20,000 too so. uh,
0: Yeah. And he's going to, um, he's wanting to be, get between 1,800,000 yep. words, which it will not be a problem, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very uh, pleased with it so far. Yeah. Jock's working hard in his training, but obviously it's frustrating. When, you know, their season now has obviously been uh, cancelled altogether. Yeah. Uh, they still don't know when they when they when they get back. It, it's a matter of just keeping him fit without taking him right up to the, you know, you know doing a, a full pre-season with him. Yeah. Uh, because we don't know exactly when they're going to start back. You don't want to be getting him right bang up there until, mm. you know, until there's about a month to go before we know exactly when they're going
1: back, you know. Yeah. Scotland have started back now, haven't they? But England's yeah. going to be very, very different.
0: Yeah. You know, when you really look at this, you can see now there's going to be more and more coming out. Yeah. Uh, about what what has what has uh, has been happening about all this, and you can see that uh, certain things are opening up. I mean, when you look at if if, if on the Facebook today, if, if you see that picture of, of Bournemouth beach, if that's the case, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people now don't seem to be as bothered with it.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and the problem with that, and it's no good, you know. All the uh, political correct now we're going to be uh, having to go all these people on the, be- on the on the on the beaches, but what they've got to look at themselves is all the bad news and fake news that they have been giving everyone. Yep. And so people's had enough of it. They've cried yeah, yeah. wolf, and yeah. They've, yeah. they've cried they've cried mm-hmm. wolf far too long. Yep, absolutely. You know? So so people now are saying, well, listen, we're going to take a risk with it. You know, if mm-hmm. we die, we die. You know. Uh, and when you analyze it. It's not great that people have died. We all know that. But at the end of the day, there's still not as many people that died of this. What, what dies of
1: flu every year? We've said from the get-go, we know something's gone on because we're not stupid. We can see that things have gone on. We, we don't know what's gone on. We know what we're told, so we know what the narrative is. But the problem is that lots of people now don't believe a word that any government tells them and when the sun's out like this and lockdown has been eased they are going to go to beaches they are going to go and do what they ordinarily do and it's no real surprise is it it, it isn't. is
0: it isn't when weather's yeah. like this because yeah. when you if you cooped in yeah if you cooped in people were going to and it sounds a bit. Sounds it, there's been lots of people doing all different types of things mm. in these lockdowns you know and it's uh what's not being reported see there, i've said this for long enough and then until they are made accountable the the media yeah right of feeding lies and fake and corrupt news mm-hmm. then uh nothing's gonna change because when you look at it all whoever's in power, whether it's Boris, whether people don't like Boris, or whether it's it be Keir Starmer, if Keir yeah. Starmer was in, they put under the pressure from the from the media to say, right, if you if you let these people go out, you know the deaths are on your hands. So they're frightened the death. Mm-hmm. You know, so what the media have done, you know, they've got the power. Instead of giving the right news off, you know, it, now if we're giving false information. They should be covering us and, and you know and making us accountable mm. uh, if we've been lying, and they've not done anything like that to any of these professors, to to the government, uh, to the uh, the Labour government. You know, all these people should have been questioned with really really difficult ad uh, questions for them to to answer and to give us the right information of it. Because at the end of the day. Again, we, can all, we're good, we should relate back to one thing and one thing only. It came out of China, and there's been no one going to China to find out yep. exactly what it is. Because nobody, these, these experts, these PhDs people, they're, de- they're calling it COVID. They don't really know whether it's a COVID. Because if it's a COVID, it's a flu.
1: Hmm.
0: And everybody's got some COVID in the body. Because yeah. everybody has a flu in the body.
1: Yeah, we we absolutely don't know what's going on. You're right. I'm I'm getting that football managers are questioned more when the team loses than what the Chinese have when they released a coronavirus or somebody yeah. seemed to have released a coronavirus from Wuhan in China and you're right, the right questions haven't been asked. I'm not Too sure who's zooming who. I don't know who's. I I, I, I never know who's pulling who. Whether the government's pulling the media or the media's pulling the government, I I don't know. But they all seem to be in it together. And what you tend to read and what you tend to see isn't always the truth.
0: Well, I look at one thing and one thing only because you can see whether something's the truth. Yeah. Then we can't see what's the truth Mm. and there's something wrong with them. Mm. You know, this General Flynn in America, and I know you said, well, people got to understand this whatever happens in america floats back over to us yeah, of course it does and the fbi and the and the mm. D- democratic party what they've done to that man bankrupt him and everything with lies mm. and it's all coming mm. out now and then the wonder why is you know police police are uh, doing the wrong things not all not all you know but some of them have been corrupt and got and, and got away with it yeah. if if they have sorted this out in first place all this now wouldn't be happening what's happening because this is not a racist country. You might have some racist people in the country. Correct. But it's not a racist country. It's a tolerant country. You know, we have got, we've got uh, black players, we've got black MPs, we've got black, do- everything, everything mm. now is, and maybe, the, the, you know, you can say, well, we're, we're only a, a minority. Well, the, if the majority is white, then you are going to be a minority mm. for jobs. But there's plenty of people don't get jobs. Yeah. Like I said to you before, I've applied for football jobs. and have not got to back. Yes. Yeah. You know, but when you look at what's happening to the country, what you saw in Brixton last night, it's a disgrace. Yeah, it is. It's a complete disgrace. If they want to to do the right thing for themselves, they shouldn't be doing that. Because all he's going to
1: do is going to cause more trouble up and down the country. I always think, TC, if you've got um, a a problem uh, or you want to put your... If you want to... Like with Black Lives Matter, and they want to put their... Whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. whatever it is, because it's a point, it's an organisation, it's a movement. It it seems to be a myriad of of, of things. So they're trying to put whatever across. Well, I've always looked at it that if you want to be taken seriously, I think that you should be very, very peaceful. You should try and articulate what you're trying at your point and and put it across. And I think that, that when you start rioting, looting, doing things... That, that's that's not the norm i then think it really really waters down the message and i think that they are in a disservice to what they're trying to do and i, I don't think people take I, I, you serious then
0: i'll tell you what i don't like about it mm. when they say you know all whites are racist well i've taken the fence to that yeah yeah because i've mixed with everybody absolutely muslims China, i've got plenty of friends with the chinese Muslims, Indians, everything, yep. everything, black, white, whatever, right. So I've taken offence when people are saying all whites are racist, mm. you know. And every time you say something, they throw the racist card at you, mm. you know. If you if you say, well, I'm going to be, you know, this is this is not right. This is not right. And we have to there has to be a fair balance for everyone. Correct. Because it is it is a diverse country now. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you know, and people have got that opportunity to get on in life, mm-hmm. right. Anyway. Enough of that now. Let's get back onto
1: football. But yeah, you're right. I mean, just just finishing off with that situation because with the game of football last week, with with Burnley and Manchester City, the midweek, there was an aeroplane that flew over and it was White Lives Matter. But the the one thing that I looked at from from that situation is straight away it was condemned. Straight away the people that did it was deemed racist. Now they may well be, I don't know. But what I like to do is well let's listen to what what they have to say and why they did that. And I think that the problem is with everything that's going on in the world, people don't communicate don't talk and don't listen. And I think that adds to division. And talking of divisions, the division of the Premier League has started. And so has David Moyes' moaning. Oh, listen, you're <laughs> right. Because going back to
0: what you just said, yeah. there, we'll finish on, on this. Yes. Yeah. You're a Birmingham City fan. Absolutely, yeah. And you love Jack Grealish. Now, Correct. what's wrong in that? What's what wrong in that? Not, yeah. yeah, but some Birmingham fans, look, and they're entitled to give their opinion. They're entitled to express themselves, yeah. but not to be abu- abusive to anyone.
1: No, and, and I get abused. I've, yeah. I've been abused by hundreds of Birmingham City supporters because I have the audacity to say and think that Jack Grealish is the greatest English midfield player in the country. That's my opinion. I don't need to be abused for that. No, well, this is the problem, yeah. you see. I love Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. But I tell you what, we
0: play absolutely rubbish football. I've never really, I've never said anything because all it does is cause it causes more trouble. Just mm-hmm. like it's done with you, yeah. When you talk about Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. and it's not that I'm afraid to uh, afraid to say it because mm-hmm. all it, all, what I'm saying, the reason why I don't say it because nobody listens, nobody mm-hmm. wants to listen when you're saying, you know, you you you're giving us a, a contr a constructive. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. You're giving a constructive point yes. and an opinion, mm-hmm. and just regardless what we all think and what we all say, some people do not want to listen to it. End of. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and they make it, uh, a mountain out of all when you you know when you're only express expressing yourself. Whatever it is that people make it worse than what it is, and then you finish up giving what we're giving now in this country, and it's it's got to stop, and it needs to stop, and it should be stopped. And if Boris is not going to grow a pair of what they call it and then the, the yeah. army should come in and say right this is what we're going to do we're going to get you all off the streets and you, this is not going to happen no more mm. if you want to demonstrate you demonstrate no masks nothing yep anybody what anybody what demonstrates with a mask on they're only there for one thing or one thing only regardless of what anybody says because if, if you're demonstrating what do you need a mask for get yeah. your point over and then we'll take it from there. Or absolutely. the government will take it from there. And yep. then they'll have a debate about it. Yep. And try and put it right for everyone. Yeah. So, yes, the football, we're having some one or two matches, but majority of them have absolutely been atrocious. Stunk the place yeah. out, isn't they? I mean, people can turn around and say, oh, well, they're not match for it. Listen, I've been a footballer. Yep. Right? They have got everything better for them in modern-day football. The dietitian side of it is brilliant. The pictures are brilliant, right? They look after the bodies are a lot better than uh, a lot of our players did in, in in our time. But what I agree with them is, you definitely do need match match games to get match practice. Yep, I do. I do agree with that. But none of them are trying. If I've been watching German football and I've been watching Spanish football, yep. and when you look at them, the players are pressed and worked hard, just like Manchester City have done when they when they've played the two games. All right, they haven't played top teams at the moment in time. But what they've done, they've worked hard on it. Yeah. I mean, th- these are having a, tea, uh, uh, a water break, a drinks break, and half of them haven't even broke sweat. Yeah. They haven't even bro- broke out of a, tr- a trot in mind anything else. Mm. You know, so is that, not, is that helping them? Not really. I mean, when when you've got weather like this, yes, they do need a, they, you do need a you do need a drink break when it's like this, the weather's like this. But 100%. it's not been like this in in, in general. No, no yeah, you know, it has not Somebody's killing this game off, whether it's the Premier League or whether whether it's the government. But I tell you what, it's not been nice to watch one little bit. It's been poor, very very poor.
1: I watched West Ham United at at, at Tottenham, and um, I listened to David Moyes. Moan with his uh, post match um, press conference. His eyes were bulging. He was absolutely raging at the VAR and blaming. And, and to be fair, on that point, he was right. It did hit Sanchez's arm and, and it did go through, hit the boy on the kind of back of his heel, and, and it was an own goal. So, you know, to be fair, yeah. But then he he went on I mean, and he picks up a point about some some situation when Declan Rice had been deemed to have been given hand ball, and the goal was disallowed against Sheffield United. If you want to be as pedantic as that, absolutely forget it. VAR does get an awful lot wrong. It really does because, again, it's only opinions of another referee looking at a monitor. What was wrong for me on that night and when I've watched West Ham is the negative tactics of Davy Moyes. And if I was a West Ham player, I'd be, saying, I'd be saying, Gaffer, I'm having the week off this week. He'd be going, no, no, we're, we're training. Well, who are we playing? Playing Liverpool. Well, what's the point in me training? Because I ain't going to see the, the ball for 90 minutes. All you want to do is put every man behind the ball and it's boring. And if you want to carry on like that, Gaffer, we're going to get relegated. And what? he ain't the only one. It's pathetic.
0: I know I've been right when I've been saying what I've been saying yeah. all these years. Mm-hmm. And I've only started talking about it uh, and letting the public know about it uh, this last five or so, maybe three or four years. Yeah. Because went on Facebook, I never, really, I never spoke about football yeah. because I was frustrated with it, mm. you know. Uh, <clears throat> you'll get one or two players what will complain to managers. Not complain, they'll say, gaffer, you know, this is not working. Yeah. These coaches, you Sam Allardyce, your Dave Moyes, they've got to realise, listen, they're probably fantastic people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. You know, yeah. for for drink, the, But the coaching, regardless of what anybody tells me, and he's had decent teams to be able to keep in the Premier League. Right? Yeah. If you take another feel when you've got to try and keep them up and a ball when you've got to try and keep them up, mm. that's when it's more difficult
1: mm.
0: for, for managers that don't teach people how to play football. They work hard. They work hard uh, day in, day out and i'm telling people now they do work hard but, but majority of the time it's so monotonous and boring it's mm-hmm. true they keep telling me football's changed i've been in training sessions where all you've done you've worked for nearly an hour an hour an hour and a half on defenders defending right mm-hmm. pushing across yeah pulling across this way like i've ordered a piece of string and it's the same now when you watch them coach when you watch them play when you watch them uh Take the, uh, the plan A or the plan B, whatever you want to call it, what they put out. When you watch that uh, on a field of play, it looks so poor, it's untrue. And mm. then when they get a result, all the experts what's on television, and they, that's what they are, so-called experts. Mm. So when the, they're working on Sky today, they'll be working on Dubai with Andy Gray and um, Rich Richard Gage. Keys tomorrow. Then they'll be on an Irish programme You know, they're all pissing in the same pot and saying, this is good. It's crap. And it's their own fault they haven't got jobs. And we have not produced top players. And the only reason why we're producing the quality what we're producing now is because of foreign coaches. Not because of Sam Allardyce, not because of Dave Boyce, and not because of the the English coaches or the British coaches. Because let me tell you something. I don't want to criticise our coaches. My dad was Scottish, so I always like to see Scottish Scotland do well yep. look at the players they produce compared to you know your Dow. I mean even mm-hmm. even Sooners now I had so much respect for him I feel as though I, I look at him you know creeping and saying the things and he's a multi multi-millionaire mm. and he's saying things and I'm thinking to myself how low have you got just to want to be on television in public eye mm. and, I mean, and I mean that mm. a fantastic football player a dirty book of it all don't get me wrong Yeah, you know what have they done He's gone into football. He's never been successful at it as a manager. And, so, and I'm saying to myself, why are we failing? Is it because they're starting at a lower level? Because the, the continental uh, players, go. I mean, they don't have strong four leagues yep. on the continent. Yep. They'll have a strong one league. Yep. Right. And so they're getting the jobs here, and so they mm. are working. We top class players. So what our what Saul Campbell's going to be doing, working at End and, and Mattfield because mm. I saw it with Alan ball. They, they set out with the right intentions to try and teach them how to play football, you know, and they'll say to they'll say to each other the coach and they'll say, "Well, he can't pass it. Yeah, let's just revert back to giving the ball, give it away from our goal." And that is why we finished up with all the foreign players in the country. Mm. And that's why we talk about, or people talk about the technical ability of foreign uh, players and foreign coaches. It's his own fault. It's his own fault. And when we try to play the football, people say, football is boring when it's sideways and back. Boring? It's worse than the long ball game. But it's, it's, it's the way out the English... They look at it. When the Continentals do it, Gabby, the, the looking they're looking to play between the lines and it's risk-taking. Yeah. But it's quality risk-taking. Yeah. When we do it, we give the ball away with a pass mm. and then it's too slow when they pass it square and it's too slow when they pass it back and they put each other with it, uh, under pressure. Yeah. Nobody analyses it. When I saw Roy Keane having to go at um, Harry Maguire, I understand Roy Keane's passion. We know yeah. he's a great player. Mm. Who's going to stand up to him and say, hang on a bit. The back four, the back four were flat. I was telling I was showing Jock. I said, look, look at this. There were no... Lindelof should have got. And then the following day, they started to start to show that what I was telling John. Yeah. Lindelof should have been closer. Uh, one Basaki should have come across, right? Because uh, Shaw, the left-back, has edited. it. He's caught out of position. Now, M- Maguire, I, I tried to show him down the line, but it, as he's gone there, as it has gone to show him down the line, the kid's dropped his shoulder and, and, and put a different turn of pace in and it's it's meant Maguire look a fool. Yeah. That I'll accept. But Lindorof should have been over. Mm. And Wambasaka should have been over. You know, you don't run, I don't, you don't, you should be running and raving at them. What they should be saying, they've got these iPads now and so look at the mistake. Every game, right? Every game, nearly every goal is a mistake. Even, even the world is. Right? Even the world is. If you look at it, somebody will give the ball away. Somebody picks it up, boom, boom, boom. Beats three or four men. Bang, it's a shot. Boom. Somebody makes a mistake. Arsenal goal tonight is a mistake. And you should be able to say to players, look, Harry, or look, uh, Linda off you know, look at the mistakes. Now you've got to stop. You've got to cut these out. And if you mm. not if you can't cut them out, then it's for me as a manager to see how many mistakes you're making. It's the same I think John Stones a great player. Yeah. Right. But he's he's had one or two problems with his personal life, mm. or one or two injury problems. Yeah. And I think that's affecting because technically you'd want him in your side, yeah. but he's been making mistakes. He's been dribbling when he shouldn't have been dribbling. He's been playing a slower ball when he should have been playing a ball with a, with a tempo. And this is why our coaches have gone backwards. And why we, why we followed that route and not the Brain clubs and the Bill Shankers and the Bob Paisers, I'll never know. I'll never know. Mm.
1: I won't never know. But what I will know is there were some magic moments uh, over the uh, weekend, TC. And what have you sourced for us this week? <laughs> Well, I've started just picking one out, and, cool. I, and,
0: and the, the one, and I put it on my Facebook and I tell you straight away, uh, Jack Grealish's ball. Oh,
1: Great Absolutely. <laughs> you know
0: Absolutely. And I don't want to talk about others because I want to talk about that individual moment yeah. when a player does that, because it's that. Yes, they've got to do more, and it's easy to do more when you play with better players. Correct. Right? Yep. And now people are starting to realise what I'm saying. Blues you know, fans haven't,
1: they, by the way, but, when, but when others have.
0: When people when people turn around and say, oh, he's not consistent enough, mm. that's the biggest load of rubbish. That tells me that they know nothing about football.
1: Absolutely.
0: at Aston Villa, what do you think the opposition will be saying about Aston Villa? If we stop Jack Grealish, we stop Aston Villa. Correct. Now, you can't say that about Liverpool and you can't say that about can't. Manchester City. You know why? Because they've got seven eight players. What can do it? Yeah. And, and and how long? And that's how we that's how we tell it, Football intelligent we have in this country. Exactly. When they say, "Oh, Jack Grealish is not consistent enough. Not consistent. It's only him when he gets the ball,
1: creates something,
0: and does something."
1: Yeah. And when you're looking at Liverpool and Man City and Man United and the better teams, how how often? Do do they have possession of the football? When you're looking at Villa, they rarely have possession because they're always chasing the game. The players that Jack has got around him aren't very good. And and you're right. And that's I've the I've been difference. telling you. It's incredibly I've been telling you, you, ago, been telling I know you about yeah. it. Yeah. And
0: I, you know, it's like I wrote up my war and I told you well before this, Pandemic at mm. uh, Tech Nova about the front three at Man United.
1: Oh, you're right, absolutely spot on. Too. They are going
0: to cause problems. Yep. And let me tell you something this, this Fernandez, is it Fernandez? Great player, Portugal? Bruno, love him. Right? Pogba's come back with a different attitude. Right? And uh, the things, what he did the other night, I thought to myself, brilliant, that's the Pogba, what showed us in the World Cup. And I understand people, but Man United haven't been consistent enough. They have not been consistent enough. And it's so easy to criticise. I tell you what, I've watched more Spanish football. I listened to that game, Balagay, and one of the ex-players on there spoke so much sense. In fact, Balagay had a go at, um, when I say I had a go, he didn't have a go in his sense so-and-so. What he was saying, is wrong with Zidane you know, has not spoken to uh, Gareth Bale for a number of months or a number of weeks. He's a football manager. He's the manager of that football club. Yeah. And he should be speaking to every footballer, every player. Even if the player is not playing well, he's got to try and get the best out of that player. Of course he has. And that, all you get from ours is they want to blame every Tom, dick and Abbey <laughs> by themselves.
1: Yeah. And g- again, going back to David Moyes and Moaning Moyes, that's his problem. He doesn't look... At the way he lines his team up, he doesn't look at his philosophy and thinks, "Well, we ain't going to win a game of football because it's the way I'm playing." It ain't the Thank players; me. it's me. Listen, listen. When he got
0: Everton and he kept Everton, up, mm. I used to laugh. I used to laugh. This is it's, it's the fourth, fifth biggest club in the country. Putting in trophies, yeah. Putting in trophies. Mm. Now, when you're going to Norwich or when you're going to a West Ham, you know you're not going to win league. Yeah, or a Birmingham. You've got to, You're you've, yeah. you've got to try. And, you've got to try and show some uh, improvement in your coaching, improvement in the players, to get on to the next level. Yeah. Now that I get, but you know when you go to Man United and you've got top players, mm-hmm. then you should hit the ball. You should hit the you know ball running. You know, and if if they left him, if they'd have left him any longer at Man United, they'd have been like Arsenal were. Yeah. That had been like Arsenal. Yeah. And then the fact play- Van Gaalian what turned it down a little bit. Problems there with the press. And then Mourinho and now I think Mourinho's lost all that impetus he had with all, mm. with all the press because the press loved him more than anybody else didn't they? Yeah. when he first came into the country. Yeah. And now when you look at uh, even the press are, are having to go at Mourinho now. So but there were little, there were little improvements there. Not massive, but there were improvements. We mm. Moyes, and I'm not having to go Moyes. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you how I see it. Same they air. were going, yep. they were going down and down and down.
1: Yeah, same I too, watched that so. Antonio
0: other night against Tottenham. Yeah. Right. He's complaining about things, and he's never even tried to work hard. Yeah. West Ham need six to nine points. Yeah. He should be breaking his neck. Yeah. To get a new contract or to mm. get an improved contract, you know. Creating and making goals, yeah. I'd have pulled him off, yeah. yeah. I'd have pulled him off, but boys, all boys is doing You've got everybody behind the ball. And now, what I will give Antonio uh, the benefit of doubt is if everybody's behind the ball, he's not going to get much of it, and he's not, exactly. but at yeah. least you can work out, yeah. yeah. And he's not even doing that, no. So I'm like you with boys, listen, yeah, I've said it all in long, I've said it all along. I've said it all along. And everybody doesn't say no because they all want a job, whether it's a bit a scouting job or whether it's yeah. a bit of... So it keeps them in the public eye and they, 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 they're doing a bit of scouting, then they get to a club, all oh, that. so-and-so. Yeah, he seems a nice guy. And that's all they do. It's been jobs for the boys. Absolutely. And they have met, and I will tell them to the face, I won't go be behind the back, they have made a right mess of it all. And that's why we have foreign managers and foreign players in this country and when you look at every, everywhere else, yes, they get it, they get them in. But in it, we've got it. We've, we've only got about thirty-three percent of English players playing in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's listen. That's that's their fault. It's the coach's fault. Hmm. Nothing else. Because if you improve players, right, then you, you keep your jobs. It's be it's they have ruined our football, ruined it. Because all they've gone and all they've gone and done. It's been organised to get everybody behind the ball, and, and all you get is people sticking up front because they're all mates, they all drink together, hmm. and they're turning around and saying, I, just, I don't need them as mates because I'll tell them to the face." Yeah. The turning man, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't watch that for all to eat China. I, I turn it over.
1: You're right, TC. And uh, when 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 I hear the so-called experts talking about Steve Bruce and saying what a magnificent job he's done and a better job than Benitez, I've got to say I think Benitez done an awful job. I, I've Shocking. never rated Benitez. I think again he's too negative. Newcastle, you know, I watched I that game against thing. Villa. Yeah, go on. I will
0: say one thing: he has improved because he does try and play, even if he. It just. Play, they do attack a little bit more than under Benita. I'm like you, know, Benita's, yeah. and it's one of your companies, one of the Spanish league. What? Listen, this football, well, you're not even falling
1: asleep watching that. Dope.
0: It It's sending you down Twist watching it. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think think Brucey is of of the same ilk. And, you know, when you're looking at Aston Villa, I do think that that two up top is the way forward for Villa. I'd pick the Villa team and I'd win games for, for Aston Villa. I think Dino needs to be a bit braver. He does need to get Jack on the ball more. He did in the second half. And I did post up, I don't think there's a greater... English midfield player that receives the ball on the half-turn and then runs into that space and drives forward. I think Grealish is I will say Foden. I will
0: say Fodden's, Fodden's like a little Fodden. bit younger than him. I do like know, Fodden as well. Great player. So, you know, if you pick know, Fodden before Grealish or vice versa, mm. I won't complain about it, but at least, the, at least, like, I'm like you. Yeah. Look how they receive the ball. Exactly. The the receiving the ball to go the right way all and, the time.
1: And TC, Fodden is playing for Manchester City, and yeah, Grealish is playing players. for a very very poor Aston Villa team. One you of one of the this. one of the worst Villa teams I've seen in my lifetime. Listen to this. Hmm.
0: You think that's bad enough, right? What about to that under 21's World Cup, or you would have been championship. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, he, he never played he him. Andy yeah, Boothroyd yeah. wouldn't play him. I would have sacked Boothroyd then, but again, TC, it's all jobs for the boys. For the we boys. need a big clear out and get some people in there that understand how we should play the game, get quality players, flair players of, of skill and guile that can take risks, win games, and only then will England and the British, the English game progress. Under these claims, we'll just keep going round in circles because that's all we've done. My magic moments, T. C. So he's the catalyst for uh, the rebirth of Manchester United. Uh, Bruno Fernandez. I watched him against Tottenham. His feet is amazing. His brain—you can Brilliant. almost look at that computer inside his head working. I think the man is absolutely magnificent. Borussia Dortmund. I love the way Dortmund play. I'm a big fan of Dortmund. And you. Louis Sibley for Derby County scoring yeah, a hat-trick that's, in the that's championship that was brilliant. superb quality yep.
0: and every... look we've always had the players Gabby of course we, we have had the players of course we have. encourage them you know encourage like, them I mean, I mean Trevor Francis weren't picked on a regular basis for England Van mm. weren't picked on a, on, on a you know yeah. forget Hudson I'm not saying forget him but I'm trying to say we've had him of course we have Hudson's to courage you... I can go on I can mm. go on you know I've I've never been frightened to tell him so, but because I tell him, I oh, I'm not a big mouth. I just say to him, that's not good enough. Yeah. Now when I'm talking to you, I get I'm getting irritated because I, got, I I get angry. But when I'm talking to them, I yeah. talk sensibly. Yeah. And I said to him, if you want to play that way, that's
1: your problem. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you'll get beat. But again, TC, that's what our podcast is all about. Venting our spleen, talking football for an hour. Five of the best teams that you've seen, TC. And when I'm saying that, if that team were playing, you'd turn the TV on to watch them since the restart. And not just English, from any team that you've seen. Who excites you? Who gets your juices flowing, TC? Well,
0: Well, I've got got to turn around and say Bayern Munich. I've seen them and they've been... I would pay to watch them because they look. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I know. Like everybody else, we're not daft. They've got the best players. Yep. Right. And I'm like you, Dortmund. Have played some fantastic football. Yeah. But when they played Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich toyed with them. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Munich are another level. So that's how
0: good. So that's how good Munich are. Yeah. Or Bayern is. Right. Manchester City, I could watch them. Yep. Day in and day out. Yep. I can watch Liverpool play under clock, but they've been absolutely. I thought they were weren't any better last night. Yeah, it's just that Crystal Palace were poor yeah. compared to what they were against uh, Bournemouth. But that would a poor match anyway. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying watching Manchester City. Yeah. Right, and I've been watching Barcelona and Real Madrid mm-hmm. uh, over in Spain. So, Man City by Munich. Uh, Real Madrid, and Barcelona, and I know we've got all best players, but you've asked me, yep. who, would I, who would I pay? I would pay to watch them players play. You know, Man United, I thought they played quite well against Tottenham. I thought the bad goal, you know, I, Rashford, who I think is one of the best players in the world, Near mind, in this country, yep. and he's going he's gonna to be even better when he gets a little bit more strength uh, in him. And he's getting he's giving that. Yeah. You know, I, I would pay to watch them but against Tottenham, they got caught with a goal, and the goalkeeper made a bit of a mess about. Mess, uh, uh, be, made a bit of a, a mess with the goal. Mm-hmm. He could have adjusted his feet a little bit better than what he did do. But other than that. You know, there's five or six teams, what's done well. The rest of them, they've been absolutely atrocious.
1: Yeah,
0: And I mean atrocious.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the player that I would pay to watch, and I have done, he's Jack Grealish. I'm a a massive fan of Jack. I think that the the lad is absolute quality. But the five teams that I've picked are are Man City. I love the way that Man City play. I love the way Wolverhampton Wunderers play. I think that uh, Nuno has done a brilliant job there. Dortmund, by Munich, and again, because of Pogba and Bruno Fernandes now, I think Manchester United are box office. And if they carry on the way that they have so far since the restart, and then add... I know we're in the summer now and it sounds stupid, but in the close season, in the summer, add to what they've got. With the six in front of the back four, I think United totally agree with you, what you've said, TC, in, in podcasts previously. I think United will be an absolute force, particularly going forward. I think they're exciting and they're everything that Manchester United should stand for. I mean, when you look,
0: I still think they need a centre-back.
1: Yeah, I do. I'm not over- i do not overcome the grips with... Um... No, off. I no, don't Sand, know about yeah.
0: you with Maguire, but I like Maguire. Sure, we know but I think that I don't think they've got a young left back there who could push Stone out. Of, uh, Stone, sure, sure, out of the. Team.
1: Brandon Williams, yeah, I agree.
0: And uh, Wamba Saka yep. is getting better and better and better. I mean, he looked a great player, but. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace, but he's not playing with it with, with great players, good players, yeah. but not playing with great players. He's now playing with great players at Man United, and when they add to that squad, like you just said, mm-hmm. you know that them uh, Chelsea are going to be a, a, a formidable force next year to push Manchester City and, and Liverpool. I still think Manchester City, the with the football they play, that people just can't get the can't get the ball off them. Yeah, they have the flip. You know, and they lose games because everybody loses games. Again, I don't give a damn who you are, mm. but at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm like you. I think they're going to be a force, Man United.
1: And I think they've got goals in them. You know, with, yes. with yeah. I mean, great to see Martial score a hat trick. And and I was listening to the uh, the radio today. Um, it was uh, Robin van Persie was the last Man United player to score a hat trick. It's absolutely incredible, isn't it? Is it? He was.
0: They played him out. They played him out wide. Yeah, and he's not enjoying playing there. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I'm not that but a the manager's there to get the best out of players. Correct. Right. And people are going to say, "Well, if the manager wants him to play there, what's the point in playing somebody out of position?" Right. 100%. When somebody might be able to do a better job than out playing out wide, he yep. wants to play through the middle. Yep. Right. And when you see him play through, he looks a different player, doesn't he? It does, yeah. Then, you know, yeah. and then the experts will turn out, oh, it's, it's, it's not to do with Sulkin. He's trying to tell you, the manager, yeah. you'll get better, you'll get more out of me playing me through there than you will out there. You can't what's, put... Yeah. What is
1: wrong with that, Gabby? Tell him, because no, it nothing, baffles me. Nothing to say. So you can't put square pegs in round holes. And I was was talking with Jock yesterday about uh, Julian Brandt, and we've, we've mentioned this before on podcasts. If you're going to play Julian Brandt, for Borussia Dortmund, as a centre forward, do you know what? Don't play him because yeah. he's not that kind of player. You play him in a position where he can find pockets of space. He can drift out. He's a little bit like Jack Grealish. He's, he has got great feet, a great football brain, and that's how you play him. And, and it's just you right to you say, it's not rocket science. You play players where they where they should be playing. It's a simple game, football. I haven't got all these massive qualifications in coaching. I've got me up to be you A for B. Doesn't right? matter. I'll, You're a player. I'll,
0: I'll, 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 I'll educate some of these coaches. Yeah. Right? Now, playing players out of position, never going to work. Do you know he, why? Yeah. Because they don't keep the ball enough. Yeah. The only teams won't be able to do that is the Guardiolas. When he when he doesn't play a centre-forward, a false centre-forward, mm-hmm. because it, what he doesn't do, he doesn't play the ball up in the air. Yeah. He plays the ball to that guy's feet or in, in between lines so he, the guy can go forward. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to play people out of position, they've got to be able to keep the ball. And again, not slow, not sideways slow, not backwards slow, not an half pass. They play with with accuracy. Yeah. So they, they can play people out of position and play like false wingers on a false number nine because they keep the ball. Watch how they pass the ball. Watch how Liverpool pass the ball. I'm not saying Liverpool don't do it, because mm. Liverpool do. Yeah. You know, But there's nobody, barring, barring Barcelona, what pass the ball like Manchester City does. Yeah. Them's the two teams. I've, since I would have kid when I saw Leeds United and some of the great great English, British teams we had then, they are the ones who play the pass with a continuity and uh, uh, position and accuracy than any other team in the country and that includes Liverpool and I, and I like to watch Liverpool and I'm a big fan of Klopp's and all
1: Yeah I love Klopp I think he's great I've always loved Liverpool because of the days of Bill Shankly and I think it's great that they're going to win the, uh, the, the I'm going to say the um, I know it's the Premier League but it's the top flight because you know we. the game of football Football was, was started in the 1800s, not 1992. So, all I keep hearing is, it's the first time they won the Premier League, first time they won that. No, Liverpool are a great football club. They've won many championships. It's all the same. They just haven't won the top flight for 30 years and are worthy champions. But I just think the one thing that Liverpool do lack is that creative midfield, midfield player. player yeah, 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 midfield player. Because when I watch them against Everton, Everton, certainly in the first half, they had the banks of four, which I don't like. But Liverpool... When when teams get into Liverpool's face, when they make it hard, when they press as well, because Liverpool how they come out is similar to England. They use the fullbacks. They like to get the ball to the fullbacks, and that's how they get out. If you tight if you press them tight, or you let them have the ball in midfield and you sit back, Liverpool many, you know, many many times won't break you down because they haven't got that player that can pull that rabbit out of the hat. But uh, and, and I think what that's I'm, just the ingredient that they lack. Liverpool.
0: What I, what I will say on that. And you're yeah. right. Like, listen, you're, you're 99.9% mm. right on that. But they're the only team, right? What? Guardiola, Klopp's got under Guardiola's skin. Yeah. You like you just said there about pressing. Yeah. Manchester City do. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, there's times when Guardiola thinks. And he's got a bit more defensive when he's played Liverpool. Yeah, And he's cost them points. Yeah, it does, t- yeah. Attack, you know, attack, attack. People people don't look at it like that they'll say, oh, so is so. But I look at it, Klopp has got under the Guardiola skin and he's meant Guardiola when he plays them, yeah. be more defensive. I don't know if it's because of all the criticism they get when they're on television, mm. because that's what we do, our press, you know, and the pundits. If Manchester City get beat, oh, they haven't got a centre half. Stones rubbish. It's not Maguire, Laporte, not Laporte, the other mm. one. What do they call the other one?
1: Um, it was the the Argentinian boy. Yeah, him. Yeah. You know his, his uh, name escapes he, me at the moment, but he ain't to, he ain't the May West is Spain, <laughs> You know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but, but when you look at it, yeah, they've conceded less goals than any other team for the last three or four seasons. Yeah, they have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think Laporte Laporte missing for a large part of this season really has cost them. And I know other players have been missing for other clubs, but you know he he has been that fulcrum, you know, at the heart of that defence that just holds it together and then they play from him. Personally,
0: I think when Laporte's not playing there, it gives up all the all the pundits and the press Mm. the criticism to have a go at Manchester City, Mm. and. People like Guardiola mate, they can get they can get under his skin and he wants to start arguing with him. i think they but definitely he, have yeah. But, but when when they when he when he when he gets his team playing in a roundabout way against the other teams, mm. uh, you know they haven't won the league this year. Yeah. Yet they're still in three major competitions. Of course they are. And they've, they've done nothing but criticise Manchester City this season. No, they're I'm... in three major competitions. <laughs> they're still in European Champions League. Yeah, yeah. They're
1: in the FA Cup. And the, the, the league cup, uh, And won the league doing, cup. Won the league uh, cup against. Well. Won the league cup. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I think they won
1: the Charity Shield as well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean? By the way, he's like Clough. <laughs> he looks at the Charity
0: Shield as a trophy. Of course rest does. Of them, all best of idiots. What think the great coaches? Who wants to
1: win Charity Shield? Mini Mouse Cup. They've won in the life. Of, I don't care what managers. I'm playing for. I want to win it. Yeah. You know, and and it's, again, this is the thing with uh, with, with Pep. You know, he is a natural born winner. Winner that wants to win everything. And I posted this up the other day. In my opinion, Manchester City are a better team than Liverpool. And I don't want to take anything away from Liverpool. They've done magnificent. I think Liverpool for the last two seasons have had two great seasons. And I think this one in particular everything everything that could go right for Liverpool has gone right. Gone right. Absolutely. I, and listen, it's just been one of year. those seasons. Look, what, but City will win it next year.
0: Listen to this. I know they haven't got the players. I know. Mm. I'm not daft. You hear the English-British coaches turn down and say, oh, we're not bothered about winning this cup. You okay. know, we want to try and keep, you can't you can, guarantee anybody, you're going to win any football match. Yeah. You want a winning mentality. Correct. The more games you win, the more confident you are, exactly. the more fearful the opposition are. Yeah. Right? They're losing three or four games. They've got a cup game against, not, say, Notts County or Grimsby, and they put a weakened team out. They get beat. And they wonder why they're going from bad to worse. Yeah. Guardiola, and you know he's got 30 players that he can pick two good, very, very good teams. Mm. But those players, they know they have to try and win that game. And they need to win that game because Guardiola will not let standards drop. Absolutely. What our what our British coaches do, what they do, they think, oh, we're playing that. Well, it's another excuse because sometimes I think they do it. Mm. Thinking if we get beat, we, we can say, oh, we're throwing kids in.
1: Yeah. But, and and again, with <laughs> <laughs> the Premier League too, so most, most of the coaches, the British managers, you know, look at it and just think, well, as long as, as, long as we get 40 points... That's what we need, and we stay in the Premier League. Whereas Pep is like, no matter what game I play, I want to win. And I don't just want to win it. I want to win it playing great football. And that is just a breath of fresh air for me because that's what I want to watch when I turn on the TV or if I go down and watch a game of football, I want to sit there or stand there or whatever I'm doing. I want to be entertained.
0: How many players do you think? What are playing for these teams, like your West Ham saying? all we're looking for is to get 40 points. We don't want to win the League Pathetic, Cup it? Carabao Cup. We don't want to win the FA Cup. Yeah. How many then going? what going? So when they get knocked out at FA Cup, they get knocked out at the yeah. League Cup, wherever it is. Yeah. And then the fighting to stay in the league. Exactly, the what, training, am I, what am I playing for? Training is yeah. boring because yeah, you're yeah. right. Whether we're playing this week, oh, we're going to play Norwich, so we'll, we'll play a little bit, a little, they don't play attacking football, we'll play a little bit more attacking football. Yeah. But when we play in Liverpool, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're going to park the bus. Yeah. Right? And they still get beat, we park your bus. Exactly. Hence what I said before. Do Gaffer, players, Gaffer, can I have the week those, off? Do you think the players, some of them players are not thinking to themselves, you know, they're down before the get to Liverpool or they get to a Manchester City or they get to a Manchester
1: United. see are. And it's you can crazy. imagine, you can imagine TC what the team talk is. This team that we're playing, they're like superhumans, they are. <laughs> you know, they're the greatest team you've ever played. So straight away you're thinking, blimey, we're gonna get a right shoe in today. I just think everything that they do is negative and that's the reason we watch negative boring football. I, I, Not because I, the players, because the players are told what to do. Cluffy never spoke like that Of course he didn't Howard Cluffy, Kendall never
0: yeah. spoke like that Of course that. they never he, The majority yeah. of the other managers yeah. McMenny me would uh, would uh, leave a player out mm. To Mark Curry Yeah Right And he'd fetch uh, Andrew Manizeski, I think his name was When I was at Southampton Fetch him into Mark Curry mm. And when we played Arsenal He would bring him into Mark um, Brady. Brady, at mm. Arsenal You know And Francis at Birmingham And you used to think to yourself you know, we've beaten before we start. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: You know, Cloughy, we'll beat these. I'm not bothered about the football. Mm. You know, you're better than him. I tell you, I had a, we had a team talk and it went on and on and on. I, I said to Mick Bucks and oh, we played. playing. Yeah. And he looked at me going, oh, we're playing Carlisle." I've told you the story before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> <You're playing> Brazil. <laughs> and I said, is he, are we playing Brazil? <laughs> you know, the you wonder what's up? Yeah. Before you start, you, you're worrying about, when I say worry, what happens is this. Just so that player does something good against our full-back. Mm. he's worried then because he thinks from the managers. He's told me before we went out, so he's not even concentrating on, or, or contemplating on his own game yeah. going forward. He's more defensive minded.
1: Yeah.
0: When he, sometimes when he, it, it doesn't need to be there, mm. and so we we, we we caught out we caught out in areas because he should have been pushed up, and we we're too deep, and we weren't close enough or whatever it were because of the team talk. Yeah. you know yes be aware of him you know he's got this and he's got that but so have you mm. him worry about you but it didn't it, by, by the time he'd finished listening to him talk I'm telling you you either fell asleep or some of the players were that worried they, they thought they were going to hospital you yeah. know
1: it's unreal, it's unreal. It is sometimes. It is absolutely unreal. You see another feature that we do on the uh, the podcast, behind the lens, a lovely picture of you in a whole city kit. What was the uh, what's the story behind the camera there?
0: Well, I'd come to the end of my career and I I'd got to uh, Greece. Yep. With Gary Owen. And I, again, really my knees then my knees had gone. Even go to Sunderland because after that I went to Sunderland. Yeah. And my dad. Tell me that you're not going to play for McMenny, but You're playing for the club itself. Mm. But I knew it weren't going to be right. I come back from um, Greece and I was looking to get uh, either into football management or going to uh, get uh, some type of business. Yeah. Brian Orton who was an old manager having a bit of a bad time. phoned me up because obviously I played against uh, Brian Orton. That's a brain mob. I bet Brian, Brian
1: Orton. Yeah, yeah, Brian Orton. Decent player, uh, not yeah, He's I dead. played against
0: yeah. him at uh, Hull and Brighton. And uh, he, he, I got a phone call, asked me if I would uh, fancy, you know, coming for a month and give him a hand. He said they were having a bit of a bad time. Mm. So I went there and I went there for a month. Um, and that's why uh, that was against Huddersfield. I think that's David Cowlin. The guy okay. In the, in the picture. One uh, of the g good, good, yeah. yeah, good, good little left winger for... Uh, I think it's a Doncaster lad, Dave. But um, no, it's when I, I come back from Greece, and, and Brian asked me if I'd do him a favour. And uh, and said, to be honest, Hull's a nice little club. Yeah. always enjoyed playing at Bullpurby Park. Uh, I always never played at that new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Kazam? Is it? Kate, was it? Is it the Kay, KC
1: con- Stadium? I can't. Kay, Kay, KCOM. It's had that many names. It's had more <laughs> names than our back clubs are. <laughs> and that's saying something, TC. So that's <laughs> so
0: so, what that picture is. Uh, but I'd had a month at all And then I went to, to um, Sunderland. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I, 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 like I said, I used to get really bad pains. And they're giving you cortisone injections to start take the pain away for for five, six months, six mm-hmm. months, four, maybe six months to four months. It, it all depends when it when it was wearing thin on you, the, yeah. the cortisone. And I went to Grimsby, but I think I only played about 10, 12 games at Grimsby, you know, and then I, I went and played one game at uh, Chesterfield for, oh, I don't know if they said his name then. It'll come to me. But um, I will play towards the end of my career when I shouldn't have been playing with the pain. And I was playing in pain and, and having more injections, which weren't, weren't, weren't good. So that's why I was in the Ulster, because I was there for a month coming back from from Greece. Um, and then from there I went to uh, uh, Sunderland, and then I, I played about 10 or 12 games, so it been being one game for Chesterfield, and that will be done in football. I was only about
1: 31 when I finished altogether. History Vault TC is another feature we do, and going back to those early days, we're going to talk um, briefly about uh, Pete Michael Kitchen, Pete Kitch, Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, when I <clears throat> when I got to, when I got to
0: Doncaster, uh, Kitchen had been there a couple of years, maybe maybe three years. Mm-hmm. There was him, me, and Brendan O'Callaghan got signed together. Um, the kid called McElwes. Yeah. Can you remember McElwes?
1: I don't, to be fair. I don't, well, to he, be fair. He,
0: he, he, went, he went, good player. Uh, but technically, Kitsch, Kitsch was the technical one mm. of, 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 of the three, Other three. Uh, Brendan, because Brendan was a big lad. Uh, McElwes was powerful, but uh, Kitsch weren't fine. He got stuck in, you know. Uh, but in nowadays they kick like they kick lumps out of you. Yeah. And Morris said as well one preferred Mickey Elvis compared to to Kitch. I mean I would have picked Kitch before Mick, and I don't mean that in a nasty way because, you know, Kitch would get your goals and he create goals. Mm. Mick was just a powerful, strong runner. Yeah. Um. But Morris, Morris weren't uh, over keen on Kitch because when he looked at it, we got Mickey Elvis on left, me on right, Kitch and Big Brendan. Mm. And they'd always apply for uh, re-election because yeah. in those days used to be you said to, to apply for re-election. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my first season, uh, we kept him out of that um, re-election zone or relegation zone. But there were no relegation. They used to re-elect him, but nobody got nobody got kicked out of the league. Did they? Yeah. I mean, Barrow and them got because I think they went bankrupt and all them mm-hmm. and and Stanley in, in my day. But Kitch were a technical player. And he did well at Fulham. He did well at Orient. He did well at Cardiff. He scored a lot of goals. You know, it's it's like I it was like I've always told you, Gabby. It's having that little bit of luck.
1: Yeah. He had a lot of luck at Donny because he almost, I mean, he scored 90 league goals for Donny. So I'm guessing he was almost, with Cup Games, a centurion. And that one year for Orient, he scored seven goals in the FA Cup, didn't he? He had two spells at the Orient and he even played in Hong Kong in, uh, in Happy Valley. How yeah. happy was that valley for Kitsch? Brilliant. I mean, listen, he <laughs> was he was techni- very skillful,
0: very technical. Mm. And sometimes you, you need that little bit of luck. I mean... Uh, Mickey Elvis finished up going to Preston. Yeah. Bobby Charlton bought him. And and he tried to buy me the Bobby Charlton mm. to Preston. But, I, you know, I, I, I like I told you before, I was always going to Knox Forage because of what, what had happened previously. Yeah. You know, uh, but, no, oh, great player, Kitsch. I would have always recommended him to anybody because, you know, even if he'd have been a better player in a, in a better team.
1: Yeah. And also played in the uh, indoor American League as well, Kitch. Yeah. lovely kid. Didn't argue. Got on with his
0: game. Um, fantastic uh, personality for Jesse uh, room. Like, you know, and a good mixer. You know, never. You always get the odd player who uh, thinks he's better than, than they are. But yeah. Kitch, you no, know, great player. I'd have had him in my team at any at any time.
1: And his favourite uh, food is steak and chips. And I did ask him the uh, the other day because he is quite prolific on uh, on Facebook and an absolute Leighton orient legend in the kitchen.
0: Yes, he yeah. likes
1: it um, medium rare, just like myself, and a, a glass <laughs> of red. So fair play and well done, Kitch.
0: <laughs> you know, we 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 had, we had that me, me and Jock like I was medium there, uh, We had well, Jock had two nice fillets. Uh, me and Tom had one. Ten nights, uh... Tom likes uh, is well done. Well, you know, I don't get like well done. Here, I
1: don't get well done steak. I mean, I like to. I mean, with the, with the lockdown now and it's all opening up, we're, we're going out to uh, Miller and Carter. We're gonna have a nice steak, and 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 it'll be a bottle of red, uh, medium rare. I just that and and fillet steak. If I go out, it's always a fillet steak, and um, it just goes down fantastically well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, but listen, I love, I love, I love steaks, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you're getting old in and, and I don't eat as much. But Tom, everything Tom is, within two seconds, and I'm exaggerating there, but jock doesn't eat, chew, yeah, he swallows it like me, jock. He swallows it. You know, what I mean, Tom, he sat there, and we've we've finished up, we've finished waiting until he's finished. You know, half an hour later, you know. He, he picks little pieces off and then he chews it and chews it and chews it, you know. And then Jockle said to him, "Finish up saying to him, Thomas, will you eat that bloody food? And I think all he's doing it for is, is hoping that he's going to leave him some so he can finish his <laughs> off.
1: But it was a stable, wasn't it, in um in, in the olden days when you had the shoot interviews and they'd ask a professional footballer, what was your favourite food? It was always steak and chips, wasn't it? Well, you know, it, this, <laughs> the, that's what you got anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, Kevin Keegan when he went to Hamburg and they asked him why he six, I can have steak every night of the week. You know,
0: yeah.
1: it, 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 but that's what it were.
0: And and, and to say now, well, you, you wouldn't want chips before a, you wouldn't
1: want chips before a game, would no. you? No. And you wouldn't you know, want but, too um, many drinks breaks as well, getting all that liquid around you, would you? Well, I don't. Listen, when I were playing
0: football, mm-hmm. I mean, and you, you know, if you have got a day like this, yeah. August. Yeah, yeah. In August, you can get some really hot days yeah. early on each season. And you said, so always a drink. You don't need a drink, you'll get a stitch." Exactly, yeah. And now they're saying, "You know, you need fluids inside." So I don't, I do know. So no, I, know I don't know
1: so. either. I don't know either. TC but um, you know, it is well, it's, it's Things change, don't they? And, and we we know more as we progress. But I sometimes wonder whether we do know more, or we we know well, less. They're, they're not always right, though, are they? Of course, they're not. Now You know, and that's you not. Know. You know,
0: you know. I don't want to knock it. They're yeah. not always right because of course they're not. Humans have all got different personalities. Yeah, of course we have. And indeed, different type of things to to yeah. to make them function. Whether it's a, you know. If they want to wear that type of boot, if they want to eat that type of Mm -hmm. food, I mean, I'm not saying eating, you know, pieces and all that type of thing before games, but what I'm trying to say is you've got to give them the encouragement and the benefit of the doubt, which what makes them feel better, you know, because if you keep stopping them doing this and stopping them doing that, and I don't mean, you know, I'm just on about eating food type of food. You've got Mm -hmm. a little bit of chocolate every now and again. I mean, I never bothered about chocolate, but, you know, some of them loved it i mean you know as well as i do some people can look at food and put weight on yeah some of them can eat and eat and eat and never put
1: weight on yeah i mean i'm in the latter i eat and eat and eat my missus can look at food and put puts a, a couple of pounds on but um you know, I shall. Uh, I shall be looking forward to my masaka and uh, and chips and probably a couple of glasses of red after this podcast, TC. And I can almost hear her as she's putting the masaka in the oven, turning that back here, monk She does love the cleaning. So it can only be one thing. Our football forecast. You won last week, so you do pick the music. Oh. Yeah. I won last week, should yeah, yeah, we didn't have a good week last week, both of us. We got a number of them <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but I think I got one out of seven, you got two. <laughs> so it wasn't the best week for both of us, but you did win. So it's 15-14 to UTC. Aston Villa versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. West Midlands clash of the two giants. How do you see that? Draw. Really, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom will take your hands off... Uh, well, you'll just take your hands off for of the draw now. I'm telling you. What? I, what? Colin, you draw one-one-zero-zero.
0: Jock, Jock and Tom don't think Villa will get Villa will get I still think they'll get out of it, mate. Tom thinks What will get. Watford's going to tonight. Watford's losing tonight. Yeah. So you know, uh, Southampton's got uh, got beat by uh, Arsenal. They're yeah, not, yeah. You know, so Villa have only got to get a couple of couple of results. Mm. You know against Chelsea they went one nil up and then Chelsea didn't score they didn't murder them Chelsea they got two clinical yeah. goals and, and when I say clinical that's what they were but a couple of mistakes and, and it's let him in and yeah. they only got beat 2-1 they could have got something out of that
1: the Pulisic goal for Chelsea was a carbon cutout of the the, the chance that Trezeguet had at St yeah. James's Park, and, exactly. he not, and 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 that. And I said to Tom, "That's your difference, son. Your strikers haven't got the ability of Chelsea's. And when you get them chances, albeit half chances, you don't take them. And that's been Villa's problem. But But I do, I do like the problem is is
0: that Chelsea will get more chances than Villa. So if if they if they miss that chance, Villa, if they miss a chance, it's it could be end for them. Yeah. Whereas Chelsea have always got a chance of making two or three more chances like that.
1: Yeah, isn't it? That's, always that's an, a
0: big difference,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's always another taxi off the rank for Chelsea. So, what score are you going for? A draw? 1-1, 2-2, 0-0? I'm going for a 0-0. Um, nil, nil. Okay, 0-0. Nil, nil. Lovely game, yeah, I, <laughs> I think, listen, I'm honestly, I you can get good, get,
0: you can get good draws. Nil, yeah, you nil, can draw.
1: do, yeah. We've seen nil. some stinkers of 0 nil, 0s But... Um,
0: I think uh, I, I still
1: think they'll stop up, mate. I, I really do. I think there's something in them. But I really do. Because because you've gone for the draw, I'm gonna go for a two-one Aston Villa win. Brilliant. We'll uh, I, I think, hope they win. You th- know, I hope they win. I do as well. I think Wolves will win, but because you've yeah, because you've gone for the draw, I'm gonna go two-one Aston Villa and Grealish to score the winning goal. Sam's going, you're having a laugh. She's putting her fingers over her throat. <laughs> Sorry, darling. Can you hear her? Oh, Sam's going 5-0 for Wolves. <laughs> what does she know about football, TC? <laughs> she's, she's sitting out there looking pretty on uh, on a little egg chair that we've just bought her. You say that, but I tell you, <laughs> what, there's, there's more women
0: won that uh,
1: Soccer 6 than yeah. what men have. So Sam, Sam's going 5-0, OK. She's out in the garden. Leeds versus Fulham, TC. What do you reckon with that one? 2-0 Leeds. 2-0 Leeds. I'm going to go for... I have on uh, Sunday Leeds. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Leeds. Uh, Sam Leeds versus Fulham. What's the score? 1-1. Okay, Sam's going 1-1 in the garden. Brush your Dortmund versus Offenheim, TC. How do you see that one? Dortmund, 3-1. 3-1, yeah. It's season over. I'm going a, a 2-0 Dortmund. Uh, sweet. Dortmund versus Offenheim. Never heard of him, so we'll have a void for that. You don't know what's going on there at uh, Wolfsver- Wolfsburg versus Bayern Munich. TC Wolfsburg 1 0. Yeah, Ruby's just gone. What score, Ruby 2 0 to Wolfsburg? Well, Bayern are going to be on and, the but, beach.
0: Yeah, I think, but yeah, I, I think Bayern may play one or two uh kids, uh, and some of the uh. Um, mm. Do you want to call them bit back players? Yeah, periphery
1: players. Yeah, but I still think Bayern are going to have enough. I'm going two 0 by Munich. Bristol City versus your team, Sheffield Wednesday. No, no, that's a that looks like a draw, doesn't it? Yeah, nil nil draw. Yeah, right, nil nil. I'm going to go a one one. Uh, Sam, Bristol City versus Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, Sheffield Wednesday two one. Oh, Tell him I love her
0: now. I,
1: I was going to say if she's at Bristol City, I'm going to go mad. TC loves you, he said. By the way, <laughs> Forrest, another one of your old clubs. TC against another another one of your old clubs, Uddersfield Town. Uh, Forest.
0: Forest two nil.
1: Two nil Forest. I'm going to go three nil to Nottingham Forest again out in the garden. Samuel Ruby. Forest versus Udersfield. One one, we're going one one, and last Derby County versus Reading, another one of your old clubs, TC.
0: Derby, they had a good result last week. Derby, yep. uh, the young boy looked a terrific player, um, so they'll have got that little bit of confidence. But but having said that, Reading's been all right since they've come back. Yeah, you know, and he's done quite well for them. The the uh, the guy who used to be with, did he used to be with um, Mark? Uh,
1: yeah, it's. Um, Set the phone with for Man United, Mark. It's, me, it's, it's Mark Bowen, isn't it? The uh, old Birmingham City, you've assisted them with, uh, with Brucey, uh, yeah, Bowen, yeah. 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 Mark Bowen. So, what score are you going to? You say Derby County versus Reading. 2 1. To Derby? Yes. Yeah, I've gone 2 0. And finally, girls, uh, Derby County versus Reading. 2 0 to Reading, by <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well I can't see that happening but you never know Sam's pretty good on her predictions she's higher than me in our family prediction charts so TC thank you for your time love to you and yours thank you everybody for listening you're picking the music what are we going out with this week TC I'm go for
0: one of the old ones when I was footballing I was just listening to it on the radio today I thought well, I might use that if it's my pick I didn't realise it was my pick but if if it's my pick I'll use that one and it's Blondie um, breaking glass kevin keegan used to be in love with her did, did he
1: really yeah is it heart of glass tc not right <laughs> heart, Bre- heart of glass great yeah. song so what What did kevin keegan say about blondie then
0: he always he always always fatuated with her you know he, you know that was, his, that was his favorite singer
1: debbie harry Oh, okay, I didn't realise that. Mind you, I, I must admit that every young adolescent boy had a picture of Debbie Harry on the bedroom <laughs> wall, didn't they? I mean, she was a babe. And and not naming any names, somebody that I know and used to broadcast with said I still would know at the age of 70. <laughs> <laughs> so, break, uh, breaking glass, heart of, uh, heart, heart of glass. We're going glass. out with Blondie. And... Um, speak next week TC and uh, let's hope that uh, we watch a number of football games and we have smiles on our faces yeah. have a good weekend hope your team has a good
0: uh, weekend this week give my love to everybody and thanks everybody for listening
1: well done we're going to have a bye from Sam bye bye there we go <laughs> <laughs> TC yeah. bye 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 yeah.